Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, listen, uh, it's, we're going to talk about Saints today in the second half. We're Jeff Duncan from NOLA.com and the Times-Picayune, so enjoy uh, the conversation coming from Jeff. A lot of, lot of big news coming out of, train, out of the Saints camp, uh, not, not the least of which we're going to have a new s- official starting quarterback, uh, even, even with a healthy Jameis Winston. And Jeff's going to have a lot to say about that in the second half of the show. In the first half of the show, let me go ahead and welcome in uh, the CEO for the Mississippi Aquarium, Kurt Allen, someone I really enjoy spending time with here on on uh, Coast View. So without any further ado, good morning, my friend. <laughs> good morning. Thanks for having me. Good to be back. It's good to see you. You, you looked at, I don't know if you've wore those glasses before for the YouTube and, and the Facebook audience. Uh, you look sophisticated today. Is that a well, new addition? Well, daily the eyesight keeps going. So, you know, I used to put them up here. I used to take them off, <laughs> but now it's kind of a constant thing so I can see what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, hey, you know it's interesting. I am. Uh, I, I don't mind saying it. I'm 65, and I can. Uh, my eyesight. I've always been nearsighted, so I can't see far away at all. Period. But but I don't need any help reading. You know that's interesting that I don't. You know my my doctor is always amazed by that. So I have progressive lenses that don't have anything down below, and then obviously have major correction for <laughs> my nearsightedness. And, so uh, are they been, top heavy? Are they top heavy? So they... Not really, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great question and a clever question, I might add. You're, you're, you're uh, quite a, quite a, a quick, quick study in that regard. So no, um, you know, I've just, uh, I've been lucky in that regard. All my friends are, are kind of like you having to, you know, when they read, and you know, you can't ever find the right mix of glasses to work for you. So are those progressive? No, these are 1.0 readers. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Listen, it's been a, a little bit of time since we, since we visited. If you were just telling people just generally how things were going at the aquarium these days, what do you say? I'd say it's still uh, exciting. We've got we have so many plans on the future of how to continue to invigorate the aquarium and uh, attract the the visitors to come down and the locals to come down and and uh, and really create programming that that everybody enjoys. You know, we just finished up with mermaids and pirates and you know things like that are great for for the community to come with their kids but also you know it's an attraction for outsiders to come and and see what we're all about so we continue to create that kind of programming and uh and we have lots and lots of plans in the future that uh, we'll be announcing hopefully in the next couple months that's cool which is to say you're you've got a strategic plan that you're that you recognize there's always opportunities to grow to to diversify the offerings to to make it you know you want people who come back for repeat performances to be amazed by new things and new opportunities and that that guides you guys doesn't it it does and it and and that's a really big topic because it's everything from you know we're adding um I, I don't have the date if it's this week or next week, but we're going to be adding a couple of uh, new bonnethead sharks and a couple of black nose sharks. So little things like 
species additions are really critical for us to showcase what we're passionate about and the animals that we care for. Um, and then on the on the big side of things, bringing people back for you know and, and driving that front door gate is critically important to us. You know, uh, we're a 501c3. We are strictly a nonprofit, and uh, the support that people give us by paying for tickets and coming to programs uh, really helps support our mission and uh, basically keeping our doors open. So the community support, the state support, you know, we don't get state money. We don't get city money uh, to help our operations. So everything that we do has to be generated through that front door. And so having people come back and supporting us time and time again is critically important for our, uh, for our success and creating those new opportunities for people. So we'll mention it here, but then we'll, we'll come back in the second half and the second segment and, and talk about it again, just so that, so that we capture as many people as we possibly can. But you guys have a really important event coming up this weekend, the second annual. Tell me more about this. Which, which, uh, the, the uh, boo at the, the boo, uh, the boo yeah. at the aquarium. Uh, it, you know, it's just another one of those types of events that we create. Um, you know, our team has these ideas and Halloween is such a big thing for the kids and the community and to be able to dress up and come to the aquarium and, uh, and be able to go around and do a little trick or treating and have special programming on campus. Uh, it's really fun. It's really fun for the staff because they get to dress up. Um, they get to interact with the kids and, and really put some smiles on some faces, which is really the goal for us uh, every day. You know, you and I have talked about this before, but I think it's always worth mentioning but yeah, as you as you pointed out, you're a nonprofit 501c3. You, you stand alone. You have to. You, 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 the gate is important. Financial support is important um, because it takes a lot to run Mississippi's aquarium. You know, you've got a you've got a big team. There's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes in order to create this this wonderful attraction that you have. Uh, why don't you kind of give people a sense of what really has to happen behind the scenes to make this happen? Yeah. So, for instance, uh, just to bring in a new species of fish or something, you know, we have to go out and we have to acquire it somewhere, whether we trade another aquarium or we purchase a fish or a shark. Some Sometimes people have to go catch these species. Then you got to transport them. Then you got to put them into our warehouse. We've got about a 25,000 square foot warehouse that we operate behind the scenes that people are at every day that's full of animals that have to go through an entire quarantine process. So we need to make sure whatever new species comes in isn't sick, doesn't have disease, and doesn't infect the rest of the collection that's on the campus. So there's a very, very strict protocol that the veterinary team puts together to make sure uh, the animals are safe to to be introduced. Uh, and if you're getting, no matter where you get new animals, you're always going to find something that you need to treat and that you're comfortable with to a point where you can introduce them to the rest of the collection. And that takes time. It takes money. It takes drugs. It takes uh, you know, staff, the staff every single day has to take care of these animals. And that's just before they come on the campus. And then you got to feed them, you got to care for them, you got to do vet checks. You know, every single uh, diet has to be done by a nutritionist for every single animal. The vets have a, a protocol for when they do their checks on, you know, you think about the fish, the turtles, uh, the birds, the dolphins, the otters, the small alligators, turtles, snakes, you know, our vet team has to know, we don't, we have two vets, you know, so they have to know everything from a dolphin to a fish, to a shark, to an alligator, to a snake, uh, to a armadillo, uh, 
to a sloth. You know, all of these animals come under the veterinary care and everyone, you know, think about a doctor's office. You know, everyone has to go through the doctor's office uh, once, at least once a year. And most of the time you're doing uh, weekly or monthly health checks on these guys. So it does take a lot just on the animal side of things. And then you've got, you know, the sales and marketing and ticketing and guest experience and uh, facilities and maintenance. And you have to run pumps and motors and filters. And, uh, you know, we make all our own salts. So, you know, a, a 2,300 pound bag of salt only makes 10,000 gallons of salt water. So, you know, you're constantly making salt water and um, pumps run 24 hours a day. Security's here 24 hours a day. Uh, everything that we do adds up expense uh, on the expense side of things. So that's where it really comes to play, where the support, whether you're just a ticket, somebody buying a ticket, or you're a, a, a donor, a sponsor, somebody coming to an event, every one of those dollars helps support uh, support everything that we do. You know, electricity is, you know, five or $600,000 a year just in electricity. And then you got $250,000 in water bills. And, you know, so all of those things, it, it's expensive to run an aquarium. And uh, when you have to rely everything on the front gate, you got to do everything you can to bring the people in. It's, uh, it's It always fascinates me, and you're really, really good at, at sort of helping people understanding the scope and scale of it all. You know, one of the things that has struck me, there's two, there's two things. Obviously, in, in every realm of what you talked about, every bit of that is important. So I don't want to minimize any of that. So the people who are involved in each of those efforts are dedicated and passionate about what they do. But when I talk to members of your veterinary team, I'm struck, first of all, how well-trained they are, but how passionate they are and how much they've learned and how important their work is to them. And for them, it sort of personifies it's not about the money. It's about this mission that they're on. Um, that's one. And the other is the, is the people who are engaged in making sure that water is clear, making sure that <laughs> salinity is right. I mean, that's that's a big deal, actually, isn't it? Well, yeah. Starting with the vets, we've got two of the best vets in the country, in my estimation, and their expertise in different areas really plays to our entire collection. The things we've been able to do just in the two years we've been open, I think, have surprised a lot of people across the country and within our field. Being able to push and, and expand what veterinary medicine means in a zoological or uh, aquarium uh, type of setting. Uh, some of the experimental things we do, like the, sh you know, the shark surgery we did, you know, early on we did the spinal surgery on sharks and chemotherapy on, on rays, you know, those things push the envelope. And uh, so it's really, really important. And then, uh, and then keeping the water clean, people don't understand that is an advanced science, you know, keeping water clarity uh, is really, really tricky. And it goes down to bacteria, and it goes down to lots of different things. So we grow bacteria in our uh, in our warehouse that is good bacteria. People don't know there's good and bad bacteria, but you got to have the good bacteria. So uh, there is a lot that goes on behind the scenes of people. So we're visiting with Kurt Allen, the CEO of the Mississippi Aquarium. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation and talk about this jewel here in coastal Mississippi. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coaching. Uh, one of the one, one of the real gems uh, of this show is the opportunity I get to talk to people who over some of the more important attractions here in coastal Mississippi. And Kurt Allen, the CEO of the Mississippi Aquarium, is no exception. Kurt, you know, it's interesting. When I think about the Mississippi Aquarium, especially now with the weather, you know, at least in the last uh, week or so has been mostly Perfect. amazing, <laughs> mostly amazing. And the, and the, and the camp is there is so special and the way it's oriented to the Jones Park and the, the Gulfport Small Craft Harbor, et cetera, the beach. It's, it's, a, it's rare in the United States actually to have that type of, of attraction where you can, from the campus and from that set perch, so to speak, look down on, on this beautiful coastal area that we have. And I was ha- had a conversation with Rimmer Covington recently. He's the guy who's partners on the Shaggy's uh, restaurant. Yep. And uh, and also Ronnie Daniel, who is a charter boat yeah. captain. And you may not be aware, or maybe you are aware, because you, you're well read and and hear these things. But but it's a niche thing, and it's important to note that for past Christian Harbor and this unique arrangement they have between the charter boat captains and Shaggies started what is called the the Shaggy Charter Docks, and it's a really unique place where charter boats can come in, they can clean their fish and eat their fish, and it's a great tourist attraction. As a result of this collaboration, very entrepreneurial, you know, Ronnie Daniels is really on a mission, and Rimmer Covington had a background as a charter boat captain, and now he owns, uh, you know, Shaggy's Restaurants and other other business ventures. It's really interesting to see how this collaboration came about and what is what the result of it was. Well, there is a really important national charter fishing um, service. And uh, it, it, it had schedules all over the United States. And Pastor's Channel, that service, was rated number one in the entire United States. And you know what was interesting about what made it so special? Certainly the crews are just incredibly collaborative and want to make sure the experience is great. Because not every day is a great day. And not every day, you know, from a weather point of view or from a fishing point of view. But it's the total experience. What's unique about it is, and this is true about all up and down coast of Mississippi, is this opportunity to be able to, your know, husband and kids can go fishing, the mom, or if she wants to, could stay back and, you know, have access to Highway 90 and really be able to take in all these amazing attractions. And, you know, the Mississippi Aquarium fits right into this plethora of opportunities that are available to people who come here to either have a planned experience or a serendipitous experience. But number one in America, be honest with you, I'm not totally surprised by that, just because of, you know, you've got this kind of tight integration between enjoying the coast in so many different ways, and families can kind of splinter off and do what they want to do, and you can stay close to to the events, et cetera. And um, and it's just special. Um, I think it's know, a te- it, it's a testament to the community that we have and the the yeah. genuine the genuine people that we have that works together up and down the coast in multiple ways, whether it's tourism or business uh, across the board. You know, you've got people all trying to work together, and it's it is gracious hospitality that we do have along the coast. And I think uh, a lot of people from up north don't understand it to be perfectly honest. And when they come down here, they're blown away by you. What do you, you hear it all the time? How nice we are, right? Yeah. The hospitality stayed and, uh, you know, we, uh, we do a good job of it. I had uh, Craig and Shari Davis from the Jackson Pearl. It's a wedding venue in ocean Springs. And they also own the bootleg how, which is, a uh, uh, you can rent it to, to stay. It's a, it's a wonderful home, older home that they converted. And it's apparently amazing what they did to it. 
But they had a venue similar to what they have at, at as the Jackson Pearl in California. And they sold it and moved to Ocean Springs. And, and it's so interesting to hear them talk about it. You know, they feel like they're from here now, but there's, they give you this outsider's view of our heart and soul. And I had them on recently, but then I, before that, I had them on a year before that. And when, when Shari talks about coastal Mississippians being incredibly accepting and that they're, they're gracious and they open their arms, it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. And she just goes into I can't nearly articulate as well as she did how beautiful she talks about us. I think sometimes we take that for granted, incidentally. I, I don't think we, you know, it's part of our resilience, as part of, you know, having faced natural disasters and all the other stuff that comes with that. But, you know, we look out for each other. But to hear an outsider's view of us, it's so beautiful to hear it. I know you you're, you came from other places. I, I'm and an you outsider. see it, don't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I see it. Staff sees it. You know, we've hired people from across the country uh, that have all moved to uh, the the Gulf Coast, and they all see it. They, you know, they come down here and they fall in love with it. And you know, they buy houses, they rent apartments, they, uh, you know, and they they have made the choice to move here uh, because of you know we've got a great cost of living. We're on the water. We got beautiful weather. Uh, we've got a lot of good things going for us. So. Hey, listen, Kurt, I had the opportunity to emcee the Salute to Military event this year, and I talk about it here on Coastview all the time. I, I can't talk to enough military leaders to bring attention to the contributions they're making here in coastal Mississippi. And by the way, so many of them, once they leave the CB base or Keesler or wherever, they're at, wherever they are, decide to stay here. The, you know, they're veterans, and the, and the impact that they're making here in coastal Mississippi is incredible. Yep. You see that as well, don't you? We do because we see, uh, you know, we've got special ticket pricing and things uh, on a daily basis for veterans and military discounts. Uh, so we see the people coming through and, you know, we want to appreciate them as much as we can. And, you know, we got Veterans Day coming up. And so we, uh, you know, we're going to do free free admittance for all military veterans and active duty uh, on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, the 11th, 12th and 13th of November. Uh, veterans Day, I think it's the 11th this year. And so that entire weekend, uh, anybody in the military can come in for free. Their families get a big 20% discount. And, you know, we want to we want our chance to say thank you to them because uh, we live in a land of, of freedom and opportunity because of what they've done, uh, you know, not just today, but what they've done over the years. And uh, we just want to say thanks. Well, that is great to hear that. That's awesome that you guys are doing that. And, you know, I think I think, you know. Maybe you'll set the stage to encourage others to do the same thing. I know that there are, there are veterans discounts all up and down coastal Mississippi, but the opportunity for them to come enjoy the aquarium and have their families have a discount as well. That's that's terrific with you guys to do that. Hey, we're moving into the holidays. It's a, you know it's, It could be a slow time for attractions, but if you're smart about how you take advantage of these moments as family comes together for the holidays and whatever, what do you guys look forward to as it relates to the holidays? Yeah, we uh, we like to have fun inside the campus by putting pumpkins in the habitats and watching the animals. But uh, really, being able to celebrate with the community is something that we do. And you know, two uh, two years ago, in the middle of COVID, the first Thanksgiving after we opened, we said we're going to do a 5K run. And people thought, man, you guys are nuts because everybody was locked down and nobody wanted to go out. And about a week before we did the first 5K, called the Otter Trotter, the CDC came out with actual guidelines of outdoor 5K races. And they said, you can't have more than 100 people run. 
And I thought, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, right? You've got people running all over the place, and you can't have more than 100 people. We kind of broke that rule the first year, but uh, we wanted to keep the tradition alive. So we've done, this will be our third annual Otter Trotter on the morning of Thanksgiving. You know, every Thanksgiving is an afternoon event for most people, you know, once football starts and, and the cooking starts. But we we kick it off with a good 5K race going along Highway 90. Uh, and then uh, we open the aquarium a little early, and that allows us to close early so we can get our staff out to their families because, uh, you know, that's important for us to be able to support our our, uh, our staff as well. But the third annual Otter Trotter, you can sign up on the website. Uh, it's a great race. Uh, we have a two-time defending champion. Uh, I haven't seen his registration yet, but I assume he's going to come back to try to go three for three. So it's that's always awesome. fun. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, and by the way, everyone's worried about eating too much. So this is an opportunity to maybe. This gets know, you started, you know, it helps yeah, you deal with the guilt. First thing, <laughs> instead of after and as you get, to, as we, you know, we're, we're starting to wind down, but if we get to, toward Christmas, what else do you guys have planned? Yeah, we, we've got a lot of different events. We've got, uh, we've got scuba Santa coming that uh, we'll have Santa inside the main habitat swimming around. We've got uh Cup, uh, cocoa and cupcakes with Santa and friends where your kids can come and uh, and get some cupcakes and, and get pictures with Santa. So just keep an eye on the website. Keep an eye on social media. We always post the events. And uh, again, taking part in these kind of events are the ways you, uh, our community can support uh, the aquarium and what we do. So we appreciate everything. And an awesome collaboration with this now, like world-renowned you know, Christmas light display in, in the harbors. I mean, and once the bridge God. opens, and once the bridge opens, it's even better. You know, the tram bridge is going phenomenally well, and you know, we we got a little time to wait for that to open. But once that opens, and we can connect both sides of Highway 90, that's just going to make things even better and easier. Well, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Um, you know, from here, you you probably have a busy day. I bet there's no rest <laughs> for the weary in your world, huh? That is true. Always something going on. <laughs> anyway, this has been uh, Kurt Allen, the CEO of the Mississippi Aquarium. I've really enjoyed catching up with him. And when we come back, we're going to spend some time with uh, Jeff Duncan from NOLA.com and the Times-Picayune. He's going to give us the latest thoughts on uh, the quarterback situation. We've got some – he's also got a, the most recent report on injuries and uh, what we can expect as it relates to that. So hopefully the, the Saints can get – and turn this around and move toward winning the division. We'll see you after this with Jeff Duncan. See you after this. Mississippi Media Production.